Galnet News Digest, 29th of September 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Federation cracks down hard on religious minorities. The Alliance vaguely hopes it'll see some returns from its deal with Sirius. Aegis makes a bid to re-establish itself and those strange flares, the unidentified interstellar anomalies, also known as stargoids, continue to advance towards human space. It's been nearly nine months since Alliance Prime Minister Edmund Mann, also pronounced Mahon, signed a deal with the Sirius Corporation to provide anti-Thargoid protection. In that nine months, the Sirius Corporation has done precisely nothing to fend off Thargoids from Alliance space. Now at last, the Sirius Corporation is satisfied that the legal niceties have been dealt with, the terms have been agreed, and the contract has been signed. Now, at long last, the Sirius Corporation is to start work assembling an anti-Xeno task force for the Alliance. To be named Operation Tendarius in commemoration of the Alliance megaship that was destroyed by Thargoids in HIP 22460 while the Sirius Corporation watched from the safety of a neighbouring system, the task force will consist of Alliance Defence Force ships combined with what Sirius Navy's representative on the Alliance Board of Admirals, Nicholas Glass, described somewhat nebulously as Sirius Corporation Resources. Councillor Hildegard Dressler of Leasty explained that the Prime Minister had been forced to confront the Sirius Corporation to get this plan fast-tracked. Sirius Corporation appears to be more willing to take the Alliance's money than to give anything in return. Despite the announcement of Operation Tendarius, many in the Alliance still fear the pact will turn out to be nothing more than an administrative exercise with no tangible benefit for the Alliance. President Hudson has ordered the confiscation of Fargod Hive chapels and the summary arrest and questioning of members of the order. And his Secretary of State is moving to outlaw the religion completely in the biggest crackdown on the Thargoid worshippers since 3304. Shadow President Felicia Winters believes that Hudson is desperate to be seen as tough on the Thargoids following their breakthrough in HIP 22460 and that the Fargod cult members are an easy scapegoat. The administration's move is proving popular, and Winters was careful not to condemn it outright. But she demanded that Hudson reveal what evidence he has that the cult members have, as claimed, been providing aid and comfort to enemies of the state. The arrests come after the Federal Navy Intelligence Office uncovered evidence that the Fargod cult members were responsible for the dissemination of publicly leaked classified audio and video from HIP 22460, including the Thargoid Roar. Naval Intelligence also believes that cult members have been circulating other images from HIP 22460 internally and is concerned that their activity may disrupt anti-Xenu operations. Polls show that the majority of federal citizens distrust the order of the Fargod, despite condemnation of the federal administration's crackdown by the Spiritual Freedom Movement, the Galactic Interfaith Commune and Advocacy. The proposal to outlaw the order seems credible, but Hudson's focus on the Hive Chapels may be misplaced with the first apostle of the true chapter, the true voice of radicalised Fargod cult members. 
The previous attempt to outlaw the cult in 3304 failed when the order was shown to be harmless, after the discovery of their two sites in Etain. The Brotherhood of the Dark Circle has already offered Fargod cult members refuge, but it seems that something more will be needed to ensure the freedom and well-being of members of the Order of the Fargod cult following today's dramatic clampdown. Professor Alba Tezra wants to bring Aegis back, and she's invited the superpowers to get involved. Tezro, who works for the Achenar Research Council, but who used to be the head of research at Aegis, wants the Tri-Superpower Thargoid Research and Defence Organisation re-established after a combination of superpower apathy, salvation sabotage and Aegis's own incompetence led to it being disbanded at the end of last year. The superpowers put all their resources into backing salvation and following the disastrous conclusion of the Proteus wave incident were left with little or no defence against the Thargoids. Professor Tezro believes that now is the time for all humanity to work together to understand the Thargoids and their technology. She acknowledges that Aegis made mistakes in the past and has said that any new incarnation of Aegis will learn from the criticisms in the Bauman report. The proposal to reform the organisation will be welcome news for many who kept faith in Aegis, despite the not-so-subtle attempts by Salvation to have it sidelined. It's unclear at present how many of the former staff of Aegis, now dispersed around other institutions, would be willing to return, or if the Federation would permit Aidan Tanner, the disgraced former Federal Admiral and Chief Military Liaison to Aegis, to return to his former role. In order to make the proposal for a renewed Aegis, Tezro has invited the superpowers to a conference in New Apollo City on Biggs Colony in Altair, the home of the famous fashion statement Altarian Skin. There have been mixed responses, with only the Alliance Deputy Prime Minister Angela Corcoran agreeing to attend. The Federation's ambassador to the Alliance, former President Jasmina Halsey, also voiced her support, but there's been no response from anyone in Congress. The Empire has been openly dismissive. In line with its recent turn towards isolationism, the Imperial Senate stated that it had no interest in any form of cooperation with the other superpowers. The conference starts on Monday, the 3rd of October, and will run for three days. Domino Green's special friend, the engineer Kit Fowler, has claimed that the Thargoids may have fired a colossal, system-destroying weapon at Sol. The Force Suit Specialist presents the End Times podcast, a specialist science-based broadcast that rejects the discoveries of organisations such as the Holloway Bioscience Institute, the Imperial Science Academy and the Olympus Village University, and instead conducts its research on social media in order to reveal the truth that the mainstream media is trying to hide. Fowler has been researching the three strange flares that have appeared south of Barnard's Loop, named Unidentified Interstellar Anomalies by Cannon and Stargoids by almost everyone else. These flares have been advancing at faster-than-light speeds from one star to the next in the general direction of the human-inhabited bubble. Within the past 24 hours, the Stargoids seem to have stopped transitioning between systems, and are heading through interstellar space in a straight line, 
but still straight towards the bubble, with arrival times estimated between late October and early December. Fowler's discoveries include several only mildly incompatible findings. Not only are the Thargoids weapons the Thargoids have fired that will completely wipe out the entire Sol system as an act of terrible revenge against, presumably, the Federation for their part in the Proteus Wave, but they are also interdimensional portals to allow the Thargoids to attack humanity anywhere they want, and the Thargoids are spending the next couple of months secretly manoeuvring these interdimensional portals into place in systems where they will cause the greatest surprise and consternation. In addition, says Fowler, the Stargoids are also distortions in real space caused by exceptionally massive Thargoid objects transiting through hyperspace in the general direction of unsuspecting humanity. That he can believe that the Stargoids are all three of these things at once perhaps says something about Fowler's very special genius. Perhaps it's because they appeared so soon after the Thargoids subverted Salvation's technology in HIP 22460. Perhaps it's because of that Thargoid bellow requesting help. Or perhaps it's the radiating spirals of green and blue light from the Stargoids that looks awfully like the Guardian Relic and Unclassified Relic colours, and the colours of the two Proteus Wave Blasts. But it's hard not to imagine that the Stargoids must be something to do with the Thargoids and their response to Salvation's masterstroke. The Far God Cult's first apostle of the True Chapters believes that the Stargoids herald the arrival of the Far God itself and will presumably revel in the destruction of the universe that will inevitably result from the Far God's manifestation. Perhaps the Stargoids are the Far God, arriving in three separate magical starships to bestow a painless death on true believers and a much more painful death on everyone else. In face of all the admittedly circumstantial evidence, Orion University's Elizabeth Perez firmly believes that we can have no idea what the Stargoids really are. She believes our sense of guilt and paranoia about the Proteus wave has led our natural tendency to pareidolia or apophenia to draw a non-existent connection between attempting to completely wipe out the Thargoids and the appearance of huge, scary, deadly and very, very angry mummy Thargoids heading our way. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.